Hey everybody, welcome to Uncomplicated Truth Talk with your host, licensed Christian counselors, Dr. Kim and Naomi. Each episode, you will hear the truth of the Word of God in a relaxed, real, and authentic conversation that help you navigate the issues in life and help you stay in the lane God has for you. So grab your coffee and listen to Uncomplicated Truth Talk with Dr. Kim and Naomi. Hey, how was your week? Um, it was it was good, but it was I don't know. It was a weird week. Was it? It felt long and short. I feel Is that like, weird? I felt, felt like we were like passing each other this week. Yeah, and I oddly only had like later afternoon sessions, so it was just kind of normally I'm the one in here first, like yeah. in the morning time, and it wasn't didn't work out that way, but. Um, so it was kind of odd. Yeah. I just can't believe we're already in September. I know. Like, it doesn't feel like I had a birthday. And then my husband, we have lots of birthdays in September. Yeah. Lots in our family. Mm-hmm. Um, with my daughters and her, his mother and my, bro- my son-in-law and me and Jose and my niece. And oh, yeah. There's a lot of birthdays. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of birthdays in September. And then but we, I am getting excited about the fall. We're going to decorate too. our houses tomorrow. Are you? Yeah, I'm get out my fall stuff. Okay. Decorate a little bit, a little cleaning. Which I hate doing that part, but... Yeah, right. <laughs> if we tackle it and if I keep my mind to it, I can knock it out pretty quick. I just have to... Keep focused. Keep focused, yeah. Don't drift apart. What about you? When do you bring your fall stuff out? I don't bring a lot out anymore. I just have too much I don't have junk. a lot. And I need to, you know what? Oh, here's something. My daughter is coming over on the 23rd, mm-hmm. and we are going to do some organizing. Oh, I love organizing. We're going to start with my closet. Now, she doesn't have any of her stuff still there, does she? She's got a few stragglers in my basement. (laughs) Really? Yes. But she would claim they're not hers. One of those things. Uh Uh-huh. Like she's got this big old box of paints. Of paints and brushes and... Okay, well... Take it to her house. I don't want it. You know what you should do? She doesn't listen to the podcast, does she? Wrap it for Christmas. Wouldn't that be funny? Wrap a Christmas I'm gift I'm going to put for that in a box. Oh, wait. Her she, husband listens. Steve, you better keep this to yourself. Yeah. That would be yeah. hilarious. It would be hilarious. Do it. That would be funny. Absolutely. Do it. Wrap yeah. a Christmas gift for her. But, yeah, she's going to come over and help me clean out my closet. Where are my, you starting in your closet? Your, um, which closet? Your, my closet. Like a office closet? No, or no, no. It's my clothes closet in... I've got other stuff in there and really yeah I wish I could do one of those nice fancy closet shelf thingies I had that I had that done probably about 20 plus years ago in my closet do you like it or do you regret it I don't like it because it does I feel like you lose space well they didn't do it right okay because I don't know. I was just telling I was just telling Taylor this. Like I just feel like they put they squared 
they put you know the organizational stuff squared in there and they didn't take advantage because now you could like put your closet together and like where the corners are mm -hmm. in your closet you could have like rounded oh and they didn't have kind that of shell no no yeah there's really cool stuff now oh yeah i feel like tearing the whole thing out Ooh. for sure yeah, and here's another thing that i wasn't privy to i thought there would be a backing behind the actual thing that they plugged into the closet so when you open it it's like you see the the wall, wall. that is weird and had i known that or on the shelves you see the wall had i known that i would have painted before they yeah. put Ooh. but it was too late yeah well, anyway. if you did it 20 years ago, they got, that's probably really Oh, now, that, now they probably have more fancy. Really way cool things. Yeah, for sure. Which is probably really expensive. See, I want all these great things, but I want to pay nothing. very little to nothing for yes. it. Yes, yes. <laughs> is that? That's a problem. It is a problem. Yeah, so she's going to come over on the 23rd and she's going to help me clean wow. my closet and the bathroom cabinets out. Wow. And I, then I said, then we're going to tackle the hall closet. Wow. Then the entryway. Then we're going upstairs. Wow. We're pitching. Pitching. Really? Yes. And then I said, we're going to get rid of wedding dress number one. Ooh. Somehow. What do you do with that? I don't know. Hey, does anybody well, need a wedding dress? I have one for sale, brand new, tags on it. Never worn. Never worn. Well, will the, um, I'm sure you check, but the wedding shop won't buy it back? No. No. Nope. We already checked. Surely somebody. And I have a veil, you know. Yeah. Never worn, tag on it. Well. So, yeah. If anybody has any ideas... I've needed to get rid of this dress for a long time. Yeah, and you don't want to have Taylor story. That's not a no, good no, no. memory. No, 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 yeah. no. Hey, today we are going to talk about something, though. What? Because I think we mentioned this on another podcast, but I'm really into this book, God's Word Heals, and it's by Derek Prince. And remember, I kind of said something about my migraines and how yes. I've been praying healing scriptures. And um, we're a solid two months in, no migraines. Wow. I know, isn't that Praise awesome? God. Let me take a picture of that. I haven't read the book yet. Oh, the book? I'm going to order that very soon. Yes. And I am a fan. Yes. Derek Prince. Derek Prince has great stuff. But I thought today maybe we would just talk about invisible barriers to mm -hmm. healing so what do you think about that yeah let's good do it. and then um it looks like it's an easy read like it the, is the words aren't all crammed mm. in there small no it's it's easy have you read the whole thing no, no not yet no not yet I've, i still why are have... you bending pages that that bothers me it bothers you yeah oh you are you're you're doing that. Yeah, you're, you're, I am. I'm bending what would you them. Say I'm dog-eared, dog-eared, <gasps> dog highlighted, written in, bended pages. No, I don't bend. Oh, 
I do. There's a lot of good stuff in this book. I had to bend. I, really? Yeah, because today we're going to talk about seven barriers to okay, receiving healing. Okay, I'm a little healing. distracted with the bent marks, but well, in the pages, you're going to have to get over that. it. Okay, <laughs> Lord, take my anxiety. <laughs> oh, Jesus, take the weight. Yes, please, girl. I got to tell you, I have a client that just has cracked up over that. Really? Oh, that's funny. Every time we, every time we meet, she's she's always saying, "Jesus, take the weight." It, it applies to a lot of things, not it just does. not just weights in the gym, but right. the weight of my anxiety, right. the weight of my fear, sure, everything. the weight of you know Whatever. anything, the craziness in the world. I we need do need a T-shirt for that. Jesus, take, take the, the weight. weight. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. Anyways. Okay. So seven barriers to receiving healing. Here's the first one. Okay. It says ignorance of God's word and will. So go to Isaiah 5, verse 13. Okay. What are these seven barriers? To receiving okay. healing. Okay. So we don't want any barriers when right. it comes to our healing. We want to receive them. So we got to check ourselves against these seven things to make sure that we we're don't... We're not blocking We're not our blocking healing. our healing. Because let's remind everyone, we've already received it because of what Jesus did on the cross. Amen and amen. Now, let me change that word. We have it available, but we have to do some things to receive it. And you know what, what is we're so talking cool about. about this? And this, I think it was in the chapter I read today. So simple. So simple. Because he actually says this thing that we have said a million really? times what we have to do, do our part, part so god, god can, can do his, his part yeah? yes yeah so true so the first one ignorance of god's word and will it says um what's isaiah isaiah 5 13. okay it says ignorance of god's word and will is a tremendously common barrier to healing in the church today. Mm. So, Isaiah 5, 13, what does that say? It says, Therefore my people have gone into captivity. Because they have no knowledge, their honorable men are fam famished, and their multitude dried up with thirst. Yeah. So it, they have gone into captivity because they have no knowledge. Yeah, now they're in bondage. Right. It says, uh, no knowledge, this is no knowledge of God's word. They don't have God's word. And it says, no knowledge of what was accomplished by the death of Jesus on the cross is pure ignorance. Mm -hmm. Which goes back to us saying, like, I don't think we understand the depth of what Jesus did and accomplished for us on the cross. Yeah. And that's if that's you're not in the phone. word, you'll never get yeah. it. You have to be in the word. Yeah. Not on your phone or your tablet. Yeah. In the word, in the book. Yeah. There's power in that book. We've said this like a million and two times. I know. Okay, so go to Hosea 4 6. I'm looking at you like, um, where's Hosea? <laughs> okay, I confess. I do not know where every single book of the Girl, Bible you better is. Go Am to I going the in the right of, direction or is it the end? No, uh-uh. Middle or end? I think go back this way. Go towards the left. Yes. Okay. 
Yeah. No, I, it's not in there. I think you better well look at the index. <laughs> yeah. You, you should probably look at the index. I think it's in the back. Here we all go. the way back? Yeah. I don't I think, think it's in the all the way I, back. Let's no. Nope. 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 It's not in the New Testament. It's not? No. Oh, I think you might be right on that. I think I am. Isn't it around Micah? Well, I'm in Micah now. Oh my gosh, y'all. Light pause. Pause. Where's the the Where's the music? The elevator music. Right. Go ahead. <laughs> Well, you're looking up scripture because you don't know where it is in the Bible. <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, um, go to the index. Oh my goodness, y'all. This is hilarious. And it's one sentence. We told you guys this is not scripted, so this is what you get, and you don't throw a fit. <laughs> we can't even find the index. Okay, 11.57. We are getting there. And guess what? It is in New Testament. Oh, wow. No, it's not. Is it? Oh, my gosh, y'all. Can you help me? <laughs> no, it's not. I need, okay. a, I, need some, but I need a new person for podcasting. Oh, really? I'll take a vacay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Hosea what? 4-6. This says. Oh, my gosh, you've got it, it highlighted. Look at that. Look at you. Wow. Mm. Well, you know what? It's <laughs> so relevant. Listen. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge because you've rejected knowledge. I also will reject you from being priest for me because you've forgotten the law of your God. I also will forget your children. Ouchie. Lack of Ouch. knowledge of the index. Right. And where the book of Hosea is in the Bible. Wow. I destroyed convicted. myself and this podcast. A little convicted? <laughs> Wow, okay. Okay, so yes. Lack of knowledge. And you know... Ignorance. Yeah, and this is why I'm going to take a little insert and say, this is why people need to read. Yeah. It really... I can't comprehend. Like, how else do you learn? You read. Yeah. This is why I don't... I don't understand, understand why people say, say I, I don't, don't like, like to, to read. read. But how are you going to gain knowledge? You have to get the knowledge. How are you going to gain knowledge? What, you have to what read. are you reading? Because I know people are reading, but what are you reading? Emails? <laughs> Emails, text messages. Right, so I know you true. can read. Very true. So if we're going to read emails and text messages, why don't we read the Bible? It's yeah, gonna help stuff us. Stuff that will help you gain knowledge. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, it says in this book that we need to ask God to forgive us for that lack of knowledge. Oh. Mm-hmm. And we need to commit ourselves as far as it is possible to seek to know the Word and the will of God. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So that's our part. We have to seek the Word to and gain this knowledge and the will of God. And you can't say, well, I don't understand, because he's given us the Holy Spirit to help us understand. Yeah, absolutely. Now, are you going to understand every word that you read every time you sit down? No. No, but no. ask the Lord for his discernment, yes. his wisdom, his knowledge, and he'll give it to you. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the second one is unbelief. That's the mm -hmm. next barrier to healing, unbelief. 
Um, it says, in many of our churches, we regard unbelief as a kind of harmless weakness. Mm. Isn't that terrible? Mm -hmm. It says, uh, well, I don't believe, but after all, does God really expect me to? Yeah, yeah. he sure does. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because, you know, what you're doing is you're just stunting your walk, mm. even your your whole spiritual walk and maturity. Yeah when you decide not to believe certain there's, things. There's something else in this book, and we could probably talk about it later, but um, there's a chapter on faith and hope. Mm -hmm. Faith being a heart thing, hope being a mind thing. Mm. The two go together. Mm. And so belief is, is, is a heart thing because it's, it comes under faith. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, there's no... There's, there's no excuse. Right. Go to Hebrews 3, verse 12 through 13. Okay, that was really? <laughs> wow. New Testament. Come on. Hebrews. 12 through 13. No, no, no. 3, 12 through 13. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Beware, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God, but exhort one another daily while it is called. Today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. Mm. Yeah, he calls it an evil heart. Yeah. Unbelief is an evil heart. Right. That's what uh, Derek Prince is saying. Notice that the writer called unbelief yeah. evil and sin in dealing with these spiritual conditions we have to replace the negative with the positive first we ask the lord to forgive our unbelief yeah there is not one of us myself included that says who doesn't need to ask for forgiveness for unbelief and we have to renounce this sin then we proclaim our faith very simply so they, we need to stop and ponder what, what are you having unbelief over? Yeah. Is it for your mental healing? Right. Is it physical a healing? physical ailment? Is it uh, a relationship that's broken? Right. Um, is it that you think you can't learn a certain skill or that you think God doesn't have a purpose and plan for you? Right. What are you not believing in? Right. Is you, it just... Yeah. Yeah. Is you have it, to have belief. Do you believe the storm that you're in is never going to subside? subside? Yep. Because the problem is, is that we, again, when you, when you start to fall into unbelief is you're looking through physical eyes and you're, you're not putting your focus on Jesus. And the, that's where the hope comes is in what Jesus can do, not what you can do. That's right. Or not what other people Fleshly people can do. Yeah, you have to put your eyes on what Jesus can Absolutely. do, which gives you hope, which builds your belief and faith. Mm -hmm. We often like look at our own abilities or other people, and of course, we're gonna we gotta lose through, belief through the supernatural lenses of Jesus, which goes back to number one of knowing the Word of God. Oh yeah, to you be have able to. to understand what. Jesus actually can and cannot do. Well, he can't. He, there's nothing he can't do. Right. But 
it's knowing what he what is possible in your life that he can do right in and through you and with that unbelief again it goes back to a renewing of your mind you know mm-hmm. you got to have a, a newness of and thinking. actually let me correct myself because it just that he there is things he can't do he cannot lie no he can't lie <laughs> true and he and he cannot not he cannot love he cannot not have he cannot uh, break a promise. Right. He won't break a par- promise. Right. Yeah. So there are things he can and cannot do, but the things he cannot do are even for our benefit. Yeah, for sure. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so let's go on to a third barrier, um, and this is unconfessed sin. Mm. Do you want to read Proverbs twenty-eight mm-hmm. thirteen? That says, he who covers his sins will not prosper, but whoever confesses and forsakes them will have mercy. Pretty cut and dry. This also says, uh, in dealing with people about the confession of sin, which is so important, um, Derek Prince says, I have discovered that many people think, in effect, if I don't confess my sins to God, he'll never know about them right come on now people (laughs) it says really i have found many people who think this let me tell you something god already knows and Mm -hmm. when you have told him the worst about yourself you haven't shocked him he knew it all before you told him Mm -hmm. yeah right this is why you can't keep things in secret or in the dark because they will be exposed yeah and let me Okay, so and you also don't want to have the attitude, well, God already knows I did it. There, right, God, you don't want to go that far right, either. Because there's something in the process of speaking it out and confessing that is healing to you. Mm-hmm. And God knows this, which is why he's giving us instruction to confess our sins and speak it out and give it over and ask for forgiveness. The whole That whole process is what we need as human beings yeah to be able to even uh have forgiveness and freedom in our life in that healing there's something in that process so we can't skip over it by saying well god already knows i did that yeah because this says god is not asking you to confess in order to find out what you've done Mm -mm. it says he is asking you to confess because when you do he can help you right says do you understand it is good. It is for your good. Right. It is not for his information. Right. It has nothing to do with what he no. needs. No. It's for us. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, just like in counseling, we say why we say journal things down, write mm. things down. It's getting it out of your mind, yeah. your thoughts, mm-hmm. you know, even your heart, and just getting it out the same kind of process this is why um, I will never understand in in the last couple of months I've had uh, some uh, husbands that are naysayers of counseling because one they don't want their business out there let me tell you something this is kind of funny and it goes in hand with this Uh uh-huh I've seen uh, a husband and wife and he didn't want to come for a while and then he finally came and he's still like 
I connect pretty well with people, even if right. I know they don't want to be here, you know, yeah. like I'm pretty chill. Right. And like, we'd have great, great conversations, yeah. you know, and he would be like, yeah, yeah. And then like, she would come the next time and uh -huh. be like, yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't see that it's useful at all. Like he, he just thinks it's a waste, you know, and he came two or three times. Well, this last time, you know, I, she came a couple times by herself and uh -huh. I'm instructing her because really, honestly, even if you're doing marriage counseling, it's not about changing your spouse. It's about no. changing yourself. Yeah, so absolutely. I was instructing her on things to do, implement these tools, da, 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 da. Well, she didn't even have to come the last time. She's like, I think I can cancel because I've implemented everything you told me and it's working great and we're doing well. So as funny as it is, yeah. he thinks counseling doesn't work. But she is working. implementing and it's actually working in their marriage yeah. without him even doing anything. Right. So, you know, that, that shows you the power of counseling yeah. and of changing yourself, not trying to change the other person. Absolutely. Can come completely just change your whole environment and yeah. your relationship. Because either, like I tell every married client, either they're going to get on board uh -huh. or God's going to make a way to pluck you out. Yeah. So... She's like, yeah, it's working along great. Everything is working great. I'm like, well, hallelujah. Yeah, right. That's the result we want for sure. Right. This says, if you will confess uh, that sin or those sins with faith in God's faithfulness, yeah. then it will be as if you had never committed a sin in your life. Yes. When God forgives our sins, he blots them out. He doesn't ever hold them against us. Yes. Isaiah 43, 25 says, I, even I, am he who blots out your transgressions for my own sake. For my own sake. Wow. And I will not remember your sins. God doesn't want to hold on to those. And you know, I think that was one of the, one of the beliefs about the Lord that took me a little while to grasp. Uh -huh. out of everything you know about God's character uh-huh I think that was the one of them but here's the thing if you don't believe that about the Lord then you need to also self-reflect is my character tainted am I yeah am I holding grudges right. am I throwing people's sin back in their face in their faith yeah face am I um not am I remember now you are going to remember but am I still feeling angst about it when I do remember a sin or something that was wrong to me. So it... Or you hold it, on to so, an offense. Yeah. So, so what's so amazing about that is that that character of God is actually helping us yeah. to be free and have a better character like him. Right. So like even though he's that's his character to forget it and he throws it into the sea. He wants us to do the same thing. Yeah, and it's and it's building our character about him. Yes, is actually building. Yeah, like you said, our character. Yeah, for how we should act towards others. Absolutely, it's just amazing. Like when you put all those little links together of the purpose and meaning and everything about God. I think I want to do one more. Yeah, um, and this one is. I think this was awesome, but the next barrier. It's uh, related to the need to forgive yourself. Mm -hmm. So it's unforgiveness towards other people. Okay, now turn to Mark eleven twenty five. Okay, you want me to read it now? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, it says, 
And whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him that your Father in heaven may also forgive you your trespasses. Okay, so listen to this. Okay. I thought this was an excellent explanation, okay? It says, forgiveness is not an emotion, but a decision. Yes. It's a decision Choice. of the will. Okay, Derek Prince says, I have explained to people that it is like having IOUs from somebody. To forgive is to tear up the IOUs. Mm. Once, he says, once while I was teaching, I addressed any wives in the meeting who might have been mistreated or abandoned by their husbands. I pointed out that even though they might have been treated very wrongly, they had to have an attitude of forgiveness toward their spouses. Okay, this is so good. He says, I told them, you may have in your possession a handful of IOUs from your husband to you, which he has not fulfilled. Mm -hmm. Okay, so IOUs like um, you owe me... An apology for Whatever. yelling at me the other day. Yeah. You uh, you owe me um, time because you're always working. Uh -huh. You owe me, you get what I'm yeah. saying? IOUs. Uh -huh. So then he says, um, okay, you may have in your possession a handful of IOUs from your husband to you, <clears throat> which he has not fulfilled. I owe you love, I owe you support, <clears throat> excuse me, I owe you care, I owe you provision in many areas. It says those IOUs are absolutely legal and you could hold on to them. Mm -hmm. But before you decide to do that, remember that God in heaven has in his hand many IOUs from you to him. Ouch. Right. And he says in so many words, let's do a deal. You tear up your IOUs and I'll tear up mine. But if you hold on to yours, mm -hmm. I'll hold on to mine. Yeah. I thought, wow, IOUs. Because you know what? This is what I have in my head. Um, I remember my mother uh, when she and dad number two got divorced. <clears throat> I heard this every day. He owes me. I was married to him for 25 years. He owes me. And I kept thinking, and I've said to her, Mom, nobody owes you anything. No, he owes me. And I, and I kept thinking, no wonder the woman was so bitter mm -hmm. because she didn't tear up the IOUs. Mm -hmm. You know? Right. And she had control of that. She kept herself in captivity. She did. Her whole When life. you don't forgive yourself and others, you're holding yourself mm -hmm. in captivity. You are holding on to the chains. Yeah. Isn't that the truth? It's nobody else. I love this. I love this example. And then we'll stop here. It says, <clears throat> in speaking to these wives and others who were at the meeting, I continued... If you want God to tear up mm -hmm. his IOUs from you, then you tear up your IOUs, whether they are from your husband, your parents, or someone else. Then uh, he went on to say that um, he was talking at this conference, 
and then um, he saw that down the middle of the aisle came a very smartly dressed young lady who was about 30 years old. She was self-possessed and very uh, sophisticated. This young woman marched right up to me and looked me full in the face. She was radiant as she said, Mr. Prince, I just want to tell you that while you were preaching, I got rid of about $30,000 worth of IOUs. Then she turned around and walked out. She got <laughs> the message. She didn't need counseling and she didn't need prayer. Wow. She had done the right thing and was set free. Mm. Isn't that something? Yeah. yeah. Well, I think we better stop there as well, some of our... Uh, are barriers to healing so go over the four that we covered real quick just say the yeah. title so let me just turn to it's the seven barriers to receiving healing so we talked about uh -huh. ignorance of god's word and his will okay okay then we talked about unbelief uh -huh. we talked about unconfessed sin and we just ended with unforgiveness towards other people. Okay. Yeah, so we just have a few more. So yeah. we'll do that next time. Okay, sounds good. All righty. All right, see you All later. Right. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining Dr. Kim and Naomi on Uncomplicated Truth Talk. We hope you have enjoyed this episode. For any comments or questions, please feel free to contact them at askthecounselors at gmail.com. Until next time, this is Uncomplicated Truth Talk.